0: Stealing Company, Louisville, Kentucky. Thanks for coming to Love It or Leave It. I am I am your host John Lovett, let me introduce our panel. He's an actor who was in the highest grossing movie of 2017 so far, but his part was cut out. (laughs) He's also in the second highest grossing movie of 2017, and his part wasn't cut out, just heavily minimized during editing. Stephen Merchant. Hi, Stephen. Thank you very much. Thank you. He's the host of an awesome new show on Comedy Central, Problematic with Moshe Kosher. I was actually a guest on one of the test shows. Uh, that's when they like you enough to have you on the show, but not enough to have you on a show that will air. <laughs> Welcome Moshe Kosher. Hey. And our final guest. She was uh, Deputy National Security Advisor under Gerald Ford I don't think that's right. Uh, She's also a very funny writer, writing shows like South Park and now Lady Dynamite. Pam Brady. Hi. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for having us. Stephen, tell us a little bit about your role in Beauty and the Beast and what happened.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it stings. Um... (laughs) I was asked if I would appear in *Beauty and the Beast*, the most successful film of 2017, <laughs> and uh, so I went down to Pinewood Studios in England, and they dressed me up. And I've not uh, seen *Beauty and the Beast* either version uh, or read the script. Um, I'm a maverick, and uh, it, the, apparently, lots of characters get turned into objects, I think, and then maybe get turned back into people again at the end. Is that kind of regular hands. And uh, oh, don't play just, dumb with us. Honestly. <laughs> And they wanted someone to cameo to be the guy who transformed back from a toilet, <laughs> and that was me. <laughs> so they doused me uh, in sort of fake urine, and then they filmed me, and I sort of just looked shocked <laughs> and, and just said, the horror. And then um, they cut it out. Um, <laughs> but you probably want to know my opinions on North Korea. Yes. I imagine. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's great, Hollywood. Hollywood. Know. Let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, happy first 100 days of Trump, everybody. You how do you too. guys? How do you guys feel? Pretty good. It's no, been cool. Now, <laughs> now I know it feels long, uh, so I thought I would help by putting it in context. Uh, it's only seven percent of his first term. Oh. There's 93 percent left. I did a little math before the show. They say that, uh, you know, politics isn't a sprint, it's a marathon. We have not yet jogged two miles of the 26-mile Trump marathon. For you coastal elites, if you were flying from New York to L.A., we're just out of New Jersey. We're above Harrisburg, Pennsylvania.
1: <laughs>
0: and one more, one more for fun. If we were flying to the moon... We have not yet reached DirecTV's satellite. <laughs> because it is in geostationary orbit.
2: To the listener at home, <laughs> two people have killed themselves already.
1: <laughs> wow. So,
0: so Yeah, brutal, isn't it? Yeah. It's going to be a long 1,460 days. I yeah, snuck <laughs> one in. I didn't even plan that one. John. Thank you guys for coming to Santa Monica. John, is this
3: a bad time to tell you that I voted for Trump?
0: No, we want some difference. We want, You're you know, uh, I'm very excited to hear why.
3: Everyone's super pumped <laughs> up. Speaking well, you of worked for <laughs> toilets.
0: <laughs> you did work for Gerald Ford. So 100 days in, before we get into the week, I kind of wanted to step back. We have a little bit of context now as to the Trump presidency. I think a lot of us expected things to be pretty dire. Where are heads at? Do we think he's exceeded our expectations?
3: Of direness?
0: <laughs> of di- well, either direction, right? Has it been as bad as we were afraid it was going to be? I mean, let's be honest I about think it.
1: there's been a lot... I mean, you know, again, throughout this uh, podcast, please bear in mind that I am looking at you, obviously, from an outsider's point of view. Uh, so you're very much like a zoo... To me, and I just peer in, <laughs> but I can leave at any time <laughs> and, and go to the wonderful world of Brexit, and it's all fine. Um, so I, you know, obviously I couch everything from an outsider's point of view. I couldn't vote; I didn't vote, and it's your president. Uh, although he, of course, has an impact on the entire fucking globe, but um, I think he's got a lot of criticism for not achieving a great deal. I think it's very hard to get anything done in a hundred days. I, I don't know that you can get. It took me. It took me about six months to choose a couch. You know was and he 's been moving house, and he 's had all sorts of stuff, so i, I, I genuinely i don 't know like is are are people normally getting a lot of shit done in a hundred days i mean don 't you have to just get the machinery oiling up during that time i, I honestly i don't know I, I'm, you know
0: he 's not doing that well uh, so like President Obama by this point had passed a stimulus bill to revive the economy uh, he had begun the work on a Wall Street bill. the healthcare process was ongoing, he had continued bailing out parts of the economy that were failing so I think that he had done more
2: I'll tell you how I feel uh, is not I'm pretty happy with the, the, the federal judge system I kind of like forgot that that existed and I was like oh cool yeah dunk on that fool <laughs> <laughs>
1: But um, Is that sorry, is that is that an American slang?
2: Yeah, it's like when you're young and cool and like you know you're not a Brexity dude, you just say like dunk on that fool. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: And by young and
0: cool you mean what? Uh thirty <laughs> exactly. se-
2: uh, seven years old and uh, really trying desperately okay, to I'm maintain I'm yeah, yeah.
0: I guess that's how I would describe myself. But, but pulling off a mid twenties outfit like nobody's business. Ah, that's you what I'm saying. <laughs> <You> really <are. laughs> I mean, that shirt is buttoned all the way to the top. Oh, it top. is, isn't it?
4: <laughs>
2: it's buttoned all the way down, too, if you know what I mean. That's a sex thing. I will fuck you. Um, so what I am what I'm, what I'm genuinely upset about is the degree of nastiness. I think that not from him. And I, I, I expected him to be a pig. And I expected him to be awful. And he has come through in spades. But what's scary to me is the sort of awakened dragon of American hate. And the fact that my timeline is filled with, like, silhouettes of Nazi propaganda, although a lot of it is kind of funny, um, it's a bummer to me that it's, like, anti-Semitism is, like, kind of getting its sort of groove back. You know what I mean? And a Jew is... It's like... (laughs) So... It's like, you know when you're, like, young and cool, right, but you... You kind of control the media and yeah. stuff like
0: that. Yeah. Tell him, tell him about... I heard
1: about him. I tell know. him
0: about Fagin from Oliver Twist, something he'll understand. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I like that So guy. stealing, yeah. Yeah, thieving, kind of, thieving, he's got a, bunch kind of, of a lot of pockets, schemes.
1: And he might be a pedophile. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I love Jews. They're yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. We honestly, we have like four Jews in England. Just yeah, but know. they yeah. control everything. Oh, they do. <laughs> they do.
0: Yeah. So Trump... No, so but no, but to, to both of your points, I actually think one thing that's been really cool is like, hey, Madisonian democracy kind of helping us out, right? They've got control of all three branches of government. they can't repeal a health care bill. they can't it's going to be almost impossible for them to pass a big tax reform bill. they're They're kind of stymied on the hill even though they control all branches of government, which has been a, a real relief. I mean the only thing you look at where Trump is now and you say, okay, well, he hasn't passed a big piece of banner legislation in his first 100 days, and I agree that the first hundred days. Metric is silly, but presidents only have a limited time before the re-election starts and everything else and crises creep in. It's always what happens. So he didn't get anything big done legislatively. He has rolled back some Obama-era regulations, both passing things through Congress and signing executive orders. He has succeeded in undermining our institutions, integrity, corruption. These things are you know, now <laughs> now harder and harder to stop. You know, He has Ivanka starting some kind of a, a fund while in office, right? So he's undermining this institution. So he's succeeding there. But on the whole, I think we've been... It was always a question, what's going to hurt us more? Trump's malevolence or Trump's incompetence? What's going to be the thing that sinks us? And right now, the incompetence is kind of protecting us.
2: Yeah, it's his unraveling, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so, Can I just
1: ask a question? Again, this is a serious question from
0: an A ex-person. Jew is a guy with a nose
1: <laughs> and like a beard. Right. Thank you. i Thank And what are the ones with the little curly hair? It's things? all the same thing. They're under thing? the bigger umbrella. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, no, in all what so why, if he's got, if all the houses are Republican and so on, why can he not get anything done? I don't quite understand that.
0: Yeah, I feel like he doesn't know that either. Uh, no, I, I think okay, I You're
1: comparing me to Trump now, that seems... <laughs>
0: you don't know anything about our government. <laughs> You've been on television for quite some time. Yeah.
1: Um, hey, if you could get a decent booking on a Friday night that wasn't me, good luck to you. All right? <laughs> I was available, I was willing to drive to the West Side, now I'm getting shit. From a Jew? I mean... God. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you
0: figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> now you sound just like one of us. So why can't Trump pass anything? Uh, <laughs> oh, let's <laughs> dig more
2: into anti-Semitism.
3: This is, we're uh, getting at something real.
0: I feel like there's two things going on. One is the difference between Trump's Republican, Trump's version of the Republican Party and Paul Ryan's version of the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. And those things have a lot of difference. And the other is... Trump is catching up with the fact that he made a whole mess of totally irresponsible promises he had no intention of keeping. You know, he had this 100 days document filled with just a raft of promises he was never going to keep, which brings us to where we are right now, which is he... (laughs) tried for the third time to pass a health care bill in a week, and everyone's like, no, please please stop. Please stop making us try to do this. Uh, he put out a tax reform plan that was one page and a bunch of different fonts. Like,
1: <laughs> one,
0: one more hour on that doc, man. Like, one more hour on it. It is almost like they're
2: trying to troll us. Like, they're doing it on purpose. Like, yesterday they blamed the Obama administration for not properly vetting... Mike Flynn, his security <laughs> advisor. Right.
0: he's like, "Are you doing? Is this comedy? This feels like comedy." Ooh, he
3: fired. It's right.
0: It's like, we yeah. Obama, he's <laughs> so like, "We don't want you here anymore." Yeah. He leaves. Yeah. He takes some money from Russia, and Trump's like, "There's my guy. Yeah. That is my." guy
3: but you know isn't he he's a New York real estate guy and that's what was so funny when he's like I'm gonna listen to the generals and they're gonna give me a plan about how to take care of ISIS I want to see a beautiful plan it's like talking about a foyer I want a beautiful yeah. plan <laughs> a beautiful yeah. bedroom and uh, attached garage <laughs> he has no intention of following through.
0: Well, it's interesting. So, on the foreign policy front, it does seem as though he's gotten kind of absorbed into the Republican establishment, right? That's why he did this Syria the uh, the Syria attack. That's why North Korea. His language is insane, but day to day, it doesn't look that dissimilar from what a Republican or a Democratic administration was going to be. But on the domestic front, he had this crazy week of activity trying to make up for the fact that he doesn't didn't do very much, which leads to his tweets about a government shutdown. If you read, these between, read between the lines on Donald Trump's tweets, you might get the sense that he wants a shutdown. Here's what he said. The Democrats want to shut, shut government if we don't bail out Puerto Rico and give billions to their insurance companies for Ocare failure. No! <laughs> <laughs> I promise to rebuild our military and secure our border. Democrats want to shut down the government. Politics! <laughs> As families prepare for summer vacations in our national parks, Democrats threaten to close them and shut down the government. Terrible! (laughs) Pam. Yes, John. Why do you think Donald Trump wants to shut the government down?
3: (laughs) Look, it doesn't make any sense to me, especially with summer just uh, right uh, right around the corner. (laughs) It is mind-boggling. I really don't think from, from hour to hour he knows what he's going to do. He is just keeping it exciting, which is why the whole everyone's feeding into it, which is why it's exciting, which is why like smarter people are trying to figure out what he's doing. He's not going to be able to tell you what he's doing. I really don't think so. I mean, you know what's funny, too? I love that he's at the NRA today, talking to the NRA. No guns. You can bring guns on public schools. You can bring guns everywhere, but not to hear him speak. Which is absolutely... Isn't that perfect?
0: Well, no, it's really smart to not <laughs> let guns there. <laughs> they're really dangerous. They're, they're literally meant to kill people. I, I get the policy.
3: The
2: problem with Trump is that he's like a puppy, right? In that he does not belong in the office of the presidency. <laughs> And he goes where the love is, you know? He goes to the person that's petting him. And so uh, whoever's petting him, he kind of goes there, and is like, oh, this is where the petting is. And the problem is, right now, the main pets are coming from the uh, drums of war. And the peop- every time he, like, pokes North Korea, everybody's like, oh, yeah, you know, that seems like a good, let's do that, let's have a war. Let's, and, and I read a, a statistic today, 37% of Americans feel like they're in an acute threat from North Korea. Why?
1: Why? I don't feel that. Why? Why? Because they have one bomb that you, can't get here? Yeah, but they're, they're going to have a bomb that gets here at some point, and they're going to be able to reach the West Coast, they, which is terrifying, given that I recently bought property here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean... You the, mean globally it's terrifying, given that you recently bought... <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, yeah. The, the, I love that the, guy. The, val- the value is going to fall at the bottom of the market. I mean, I'm trying to... If anyone wants to buy a very nice house, it's available now. Because I... <laughs> terrifying.
0: By the way, also, you see these North Korean parades and you look at Kim Jong-un's face and that's a guy who's cheating. You look at those, those are empty tubes. Yeah,
1: but the marching's tremendous. It's great marching. Excellent marching. marching. There's some really terrific marching. They
0: got the marching down. For people that
1: aren't eating, it's some really good marching. The authoritarians
0: love, they love seeing feet moving in seats. They
3: want a hop kick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They love that. They love that.
1: All I know is something that I heard a bloke in the pub say. And (laughs) now wait, what's a pub and what's uh, a bloke? Um, um, I live in London because I have two homes. Whoa. Um, uh, And I was in my London residence, and um, I lived. Come on. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that, Um, which is obviously where I'll be moving, safe because they can't reach London with their bombs. But hang on, live
0: through him. I
2: want a French baker to drop down and just cut your head off. And <laughs> run out. Vive la révolution! I don't know what French oh. is. All right.
1: Jealousy's a really unpleasant trait. <laughs> um, but, so I, but anyway, so I live bizarrely in North London, not far from the North Korean embassy. So the North Korean ambassador was there and he lived with his family and so on. And we didn't, you know, we didn't hang out. We weren't friends. But uh, not for want of trying, but... Um, <laughs> But anyway, apparently he somewhere between him leaving London and being recalled, he defected, and he then gave an interview in which he said that Kim Jong Kim, Kim Jong Un is yeah. Oh I'm, so- oh, I'm sorry, I've offended the North Korean leader by not knowing his exact name. <laughs> Heaven forfend. But anyway, but he said that the guy is crazy and is and will just happily. He would rather go down in a blaze of flame and and you know and and uh, glory than to sort of you know, to give up. Wait,
2: so, so when you said I heard from a bloke at the pub, you meant I heard from the North Korean ambassador. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, don't doubt the man's okay. sources. Yeah. Don't doubt so, his sources. That's pretty good. I'd say that was pretty legit. That is yeah. pretty good. Oh. He wasn't talking to me. He was talking to someone else, uh, and I was. Uh, you're spying.
0: You're a spy. You were you, a li- you're a. Am I drunk? It's three in the afternoon. So anyway, the North Koreans are going to get us. Yep, that's fact. When we come back, okay, stop. Love It or Leave It is brought to you by WikiHole on Wondery. Do you know when Crystal Pepsi was discontinued, what was in Al Capone's vault, or which famous meteorologist is Lenny Kravitz's second cousin? If not, then you haven't spent enough time on Wikipedia, but that's okay, because you can learn all about it on the new podcast WikiHole from Smartless Media. Discover the craziest rabbit holes on Wikipedia with host Darcy Carton and her favorite comedian friends as they bring the cyber frontier directly to your tympanic membrane. We love Darcy.
2: Love Darcy.
0: And if you listen to WikiHole, you learn that is the science-y term for eardrum. WikiHole is a hyperlink roller coaster, starting out on one Wikipedia page and then going from link to link to link, careening through trivia, oddities, and unexpected connections until everyone wonders, how the hell did we get here? Follow WikiHole on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to WikiHole ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Would you take a nap? Would you read a book? Would you show up for a friend? I mean, or maybe I'd hang out with a friend. I don't know if I would show up for a friend. Well, okay. Good to know. Good to know. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. Yeah, we do. But at the same time, then you check your screen time on your phone and it's always like Ooh. six hours a day. Mm. I feel like there's a lot of people running around playing busy, you know? Yeah. If you're on your phone for six hours, you could be less busy. You could be Just less busy. Just put your phone down. I'm as I'm a guilty as anybody. That's what therapy is for. It help figure out these problems. <laughs>
2: put on your phone for an hour during
0: therapy. Yeah. You can't be on your phone during therapy. They hate it. <laughs> but they can't stop you. It's your hour. Anyway, the point is, everybody needs therapy. I need it. John needs it. Anyone else? Anybody else? <laughs> no, that's it. Just that's the two it. of us Just need it. Just the two of us. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash love it today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot love it.
1: What's the deal with this fucking
0: seat?
2: <laughs> there is a real a, power the, the, the differential
0: we, a message, happening. The this message is, is Kim
4: Jong-il move.
0: Uh, yeah, we, we get it. We're I'm going to bring us the, um, back because I want to talk about this chair situation. Just for the, for the people listening at home, my three guests are sitting in chairs, I would say, are audience level. They're, uh, and I, I'm in a fantastic wingback. Yeah. And we are going to do this every fucking week from now on. Uh, now a game called OK Stop. Here's how OK Stop works. We're going to play a clip from this week and when it gets too crazy when we want to comment on it we say OK Stop and then we talk about it. This week we will be going through an interview Donald Trump did with Reuters that came out today where he described the challenge. You guys are on What, you guys are the the like news. Reuters? <laughs> no, they are. I they hate
2: are. that news organization. <laughs> Give me the Associated Press anytime, baby!
0: They're, they're, they prefer Agence France Press. You guys are on top of it. That came out today. <laughs> Chill out, guys. You can be part of the resistance without being on your phones all the time. But anyway, in this clip, Donald Trump describes the challenges and surprises of being president of the United States. Jesse, let's hear it.
4: Well, I love my, I, I my previous life. I loved my previous life. I had so many things going. I I, I actually... This is more work than in my previous life. I thought it would be easier. I thought it was more of a... I'm a details-oriented person. Okay, stop. <laughs>
0: Even if it were true, if we wanted to believe that Donald Trump is a details-oriented <laughs> person, real dot in the eyes, cross in the teeth type, how could that possibly be something you say right after saying you didn't realize that the presidency of the United States of America was a tougher job than being a host of Celebrity Apprentice and putting your names on you know, midtown apartment complexes.
1: But of course it's, it's, you know, I mean, it's much harder because, you know, for instance now, if he wants to grab a, a pussy, <laughs> the Secret Service need to inspect it first. They need to go in with metal detectors asking ladies, could you turn out your pussy so we can inspect? I mean, it's, it's a whole procedure. You know, one of the real victims
2: of this whole election process has been the word pussy. Sure. You know? It used to be a great comedy word that would get you just a, oh, that guy. ha <laughs> ha. I didn't expect him to say that. And now it's like, now I'm associated with... That you know, mm, R.I.P. Uh, pussy.
0: He's also, also the 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 comedic. I've value. been saying that for years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that joke means. <laughs> I don't yeah. either. I'm just enjoying yeah, did you,
1: it. Did you did you kill the pussy? I have no idea. Pussy dying because let's turn this
0: back against Trump. Yeah. Uh, you can't use the word Trump uh, as a verb without people being like, Mwah. and you also can't talk about. I mean. Listen, this isn't that much of a loss for me personally. I don't know about you guys, but you can't say golden shower without people thinking about the dossier. Yeah. Uh, there's all kinds of terms that has, Trump has ruined comedically. Oh, there's another
2: one. A huge one is the real cucks of the world. And cuck is actually a word that cuck comes from Shakespearean times, right? Which is somebody that got cheated on. But then it came to me, a guy who just innocently wants to watch his wife get banged by like four to 17 black dudes. <laughs> And now there's got to be a conservative cuck out there that's like, dude, you've ruined this for me. I voted Trump, and now the racism was part of it for me.
0: <laughs> now when I search Craigslist, it's just groups of people who I disagree with politically. <laughs> Fucking my wife.
3: Well, there's someone we forgot about, though. Billy Bush.
1: Where's that cuck? The, the real victim. The, <laughs> the real, real victim the in all this. Victim.
3: He's
0: the only person who's lost a job. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Bill O'Reilly, it took a decade. Roger Ailes was creeping around for 25 years. Billy Bush, yes. one and done. Yep. That's good. I'm not against that. I don't wish Billy Bush was around.
1: Well, guess what? Billy Bush! <laughs> <laughs> but, so if, if, if Trump didn't realize that the presidency was going to be hard, I mean, truthfully, what was he
0: expecting? It seems like he just really didn't give it a lot of thought. Yeah. yeah. Keep in mind, he announced because he wanted to goose apprentice ratings in the fall. That's yeah. how bad we were at stopping Donald Trump. Yeah.
1: It's not as easy as going bankrupt four times. Right is the problem. Right, yeah. you've got some Do you really think do?
0: it's
3: about the ratings? Or
0: do, do I
1: you
3: think, think that's why uh, Trump ran? Or, or do you go the front line way? Do you think he ran because he was humiliated by Obama at the correspondence Dinner? Uh, listen, which was your fault?
0: We've uh, talked about that. Listen, right? I have <laughs> a small role. <laughs>
3: that's true. Are you responsible, John? Are you the reason I, we're here? I
0: look. I served at the pleasure of the president. <laughs> I was just following orders. Those jokes, you know what? <laughs> when <laughs> those
3: jokes were too good.
0: Listen, I sit at my desk. The phone rings. It's Judd Apatow. I do what he says. Um, I write it down. I slide it to my friend John Favreau, who was my boss. He gives it. I, who can? I didn't know what was going to happen. Let's keep doing the clips. Say
4: that. But I do miss my old life. This, I like to work, so that's not a problem. But this is actually more work, uh, and while I have very little privacy in my old life because you know I've been famous for a long time uh I really this is this is much less privacy than I've ever seen before I mean this is you know something uh, something that's really amazing at the same time
0: (laughs) first of all he has a vocabulary of maybe 75 words this is it the loss of privacy has been something just really amazing
2: He has all the superlatives, though. He's really good at saying things are positive even when he's describing a negative thing, yeah. which is interesting.
0: Amazing, terrific, yeah. fantastic, It's been terrific beautiful. to watch
2: my family die slowly of <laughs> leukemia. Like, that's been a really amazing process for me.
1: <laughs> but is this really... The biggest pressure he's been feeling as president—that he can't go to certain restaurants yeah. anymore.
0: You're yeah. dealing with North Korea. What? What are you talking about? You can get a bur- like. He just wants a burnt steak at a Trump restaurant, and
1: he right. can get that anywhere.
0: Uh, isn't one of your sponsors Postmates? Uh, it is. I mean,
1: Postmates deliver from lovely restaurants all over.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Are he's you looking of it? for a sixty-dollar steak cooked through? All the pork? way till it's rock hard with ketchup. How yeah. about pork
3: that's, uh, that's kept at 58 degrees at Mar-a-Lago?
0: <laughs> all these things can deliver to oh, you.
2: Oh,
3: Look at the pork industry? What's going on? <laughs> oh,
2: very, what? I've offended the North Koreans and the pork farmers in here? <laughs> yeah. The,
0: the other thing is his saying that uh, he doesn't mind working hard. But this is a lot of work. First of all, he hasn't taken a single foreign trip. He's gone to Mar-a-Lago like half the time. He's gone to other parts. He is working so little. I've if- done more foreign trips,
1: you know, between my two homes. <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's exhausting.
3: I've seen people writing pilots that take that work all weekend, and sure. suddenly this guy's going negotiating deals, and he's he can hit. The and look, links.
0: dude, sometimes you go to Ojai, but that's just that's yeah, the focus. Ojai to write, that's true. But to be fair, like
2: we all knew this dude wasn't supposed to be a politician or the president for sure. He's totally incompetent and just some buffoonish ghoul from like the yeah. dregs below the mafia in New York, and now he's the president of the United States, and that is a lot of work. (laughs) I mean, it's a really intense job. It's the
0: most intense job in the world, probably.
3: Well, he has given a lot of it away to Jared. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, he's not doing that much.
0: It's Jared, it's Steve, it's Ivan. Thank God Jared is there. Thank God, thank God. What a mitzvah. Jared Jared plus Wikipedia. Jewish word. uh, Is doing... I will that say, everybody really that calls Steven. me like a, a
2: you know, Jew online, every time I get that in that inbox, I think about Jared Kushner and my profound gratitude that there's an Orthodox Jew pulling the puppet strings <laughs> just to make that piece of shit racist in my inbox upset. I know it keeps him up at night.
0: <laughs> Bigger fish to fry, but uh, it also bothers me how kind of uh, waspy Jared looks. It's like... What, how like, Oh, is he, is he a Jewish fellow? yes.
1: Is he? <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, Steve. You told me that they, You told me that you told me all the traits of the the, <laughs> ring, the hair, and the nose, and everything. You the head for. If warts? you're gonna sneak around, but how the, am I gonna know? But the cast.
2: <laughs> that's all we do is sneak around. No, come on. That's the only if, way we locomote. If, how
3: if there was only a way to identify them. Oh, but this is, oh no, it's dark. That's character. dark. I'm gonna take that back. I am Jewish.
2: The I cast Jewish. of characters that he has arrayed uh, at the White House is so. Amazing. Like you could not, Chekhov couldn't write this cast of characters. Like Sebastian Gorka, the fucking, he's like a torturer from The Princess
0: Bride. It's some, you get, yeah. I'm gonna guy, do my impression now. I'm gonna oh, do yeah. my Sebastian. Are you ready? Oopsie doopsie, I've joined a Nazi group. I've joined a Nazi group, see, you gotta <laughs> oh do Oopsie doopsie, I've been fired for not having any kind of formal role. <laughs>
3: oopsie uh, doopsie,
1: my... I can't stop wearing
0: my Nazi pin.
3: You he's always wearing the pin. He's, he's like, always...
1: oh, Mike Mike Pence looks like a man who has been replaced by an identical robot double (laughs) (laughs) of of himself. (laughs) He's the Stepford
2: Stepford Vice President. And fucking Jeff Sessions, that guy, thank God, because I grew up eating his cookies, the E.L. Fudge cookies, and it's
0: cool to see him back in the game. (sighs) Lots to unpack there. And that's okay, stop. (laughs) love it or leave it is brought to you by fast growing trees did you know fast growing trees is the biggest online nursery in the u.s with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the u.s you can grow lemon avocado olive or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available fast growing trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days and along with their 30-day alive and thrive guarantee They offer free plant consultation forever. Mike Pence should have gotten one of those after Election Day. (laughs) 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 The experts at Fast Growing Trees curate thousands of plants for all climates, locations, and needs. Available 24-7, you can talk to a plant expert about your soil type, landscape designs, and how best to take care of your plants. The point is, I may not have a green thumb, but that's why Fast Growing Trees is perfect for me, because it makes it so easy. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Love It at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Love It at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com code Love It. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions apply.
4: And we're back. Yeah.
0: Now for a segment we call There's Just Like So Much Going On. How many of you guys saw that there was a, court, a case in front of the Supreme Court this week about citizenship and naturalization? Anybody? A couple people? couple people? The goal there is to seem like few people heard it. Thank you for applauding so loudly. Uh, because, you know, Trump is president. There's a lot going on. So, there's this case, and it's a case about whether or not the Supreme Court – the Supreme Court is is ruling on whether uh, you can revoke somebody's naturalization, their citizens, based on a lie they told in the process and, and how far the government can go to do that. Now, this is important because the Trump administration has staked out a pretty hard line on citizenship up to and including birthright citizenship, which is basically – you're a citizen by birth, right? That's sacrosanct. That's the 14th Amendment. But even Trump has attacked that. And this is something that Bannonites, the Stephen Millers of the world, they'd like the ability to make it harder uh, for people to become citizens, but also for naturalized citizens who maybe lied in the process in some insignificant way to have that status revoked, right? Because if you can basically take away somebody's citizenship, you can deport them. They lose the rights of citizenship. Very scary. So here's the thing. The Trump administration lawyer comes before The Supreme Court and basically says the law is pretty clear. It doesn't matter what the lie is. It doesn't matter why you're lying. If it's material to your uh, naturalization process, right, you lied about being a member of a gang and you shouldn't be allowed to become a citizen or it's an immaterial reason, something you did wrong that wouldn't have barred you from becoming a citizen, that the the Trump administration lawyer says it doesn't matter what it is, you should be able to lose citizenship. That's a very big deal. A big deal enough that it got the members of the Supreme Court really upset. So Chief Justice Roberts says, what if I went over the speed limit? I went 60 in a 55, and I wasn't arrested, but I know I did it, and I lied on the form. Could I lose citizenship over that? And the lawyer's like, uh, 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 but basically says yes. And Roberts is like, oh, come on, that's ridiculous. And this sets the justices all off. So <laughs> Sotomayor says, what if I didn't enclose a, ni- a nickname because in high school the kids called me faggot? Supreme Court got exciting. <laughs> she said the F word, but she meant fag or faggot. I'm almost faggot. Er- I couldn't think of another one. It seems like she was implying that. Anybody else see that? I think that's what she was... Yeah, yeah. She was talking about facts. Uh, I can say that. It's my word. Uh, Breyer says, what if I brought a pocket knife to, to work and I didn't tell anybody because it wasn't that big a deal and I got away with it? Do I have to, if I didn't disclose it, is that lie enough 20 years later to revoke citizenship? And again, the guy hems and haws, but basically says that's what the law says. And Kagan asks, what if she lied about her weight? Well, you... <laughs> I feel like you just got upset because you lied about your weight when you applied to become an American citizen. But I'm not, I'm not sure that that's true. Anyway, this is really important because citizenship is sacrosanct. If any person who was naturalized can uh, lose that citizenship because the Justice Department, the federal government, goes back in and digs through their file and finds some insignificant, immaterial lie, that means citizenship for immigrants is not real. And that is what they want. They want people who are citizens of the United States to be afraid of the federal government. And this is going to be a fight that goes on for a very long time. And we need to just not give one inch on the citizenship question. It's 14th Amendment stuff, basic stuff, and they are coming for this.
2: Wouldn't this be an issue with Melania? Because didn't she say she loved
0: Donald Trump? (laughs) Well, by the standard, it is almost impossible to deny that by the standard set forth by the Trump administration at the Supreme Court that Melania Trump could lose her citizenship. But thankfully, the Supreme Court is going to stop them because the judges all got super angry and uh, Justice Kennedy ended his questioning by saying, it seems to me that your argument is demeaning the priceless value of citizenship and that really is what they're trying to do and it's really scary but we have to Stay on it
1: I'm nervous as someone Who at least at the very least May wish one day To you know, become a US citizen And we'd love to have you Well that would be Very sweet of you But I'm just thinking About all the lies <laughs> That I've told I mean not just This evening <laughs> I've never met The North Korean ambassador <laughs> But I remember I remember I, Not so long ago I was, I was in my car And I did a, an illegal U-turn And the policeman Pulled me over And said Oh you can't do that He was going to give me a ticket And I said oh, I'm sorry I'm just a tourist here I have a house I have a house <laughs> What a dick. But, um, Did it work? It worked. Oh, yeah, I got awesome. away with it. High five, buddy. Uh, <laughs> that's something that the young people
0: do yeah. in, in England. No, that's a cool American right? sort of vibe. Yeah. I, yeah. you know I don't brother. think that's the first high five that had a scene
2: no oh no I'm more of a like one of the bump, no, no, this like more gangster like this All right, sure player. All right, I think player. that
0: um, subtle distinctions between hand gestures is perfect podcast stuff yeah, yeah, that's right. what I find
2: to the viewer uh, sorry you're right to the listener at home we both just jerked each other off
3: <laughs> yeah I just I just want
5: people to that was so
2: funny you knocked my hat off other great podcasting <laughs> stuff <laughs>
3: But it was riverboat style, thumb thumb down, which was interesting. I an mean, interesting choice.
2: <laughs> riverboat. It's also great for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Very loose I'll,
1: I'll, on I'll the website. I'll have side. a follow up about that later. No, I like it. Let's like do more stuff about the chair. <laughs>
3: <laughs> chair. more she become more and more ornate every week.
1: Yeah.
2: Just getting more and at, more I'll
3: grandpa. I'll be at
2: an iron throne by the end of this. <laughs> I do think a lot about Game of Thrones when it comes to the politi- <laughs> current political machinations because I feel like Game of... Uh, like the... Uh, global warming is the White Walkers, right? And here we are, like, we're all looking at the the Game of Thrones on some Lannister Democrat, you know, Lannisters are the Republicans and the Democrats are the Starks, and meanwhile, fucking summer is coming.
0: That is true. Miami, like, they're sweeping water out of Miami bodegas. While saying
2: a global warming is a science-based lie, you know, a yeah. lie to make money for these scientists. <laughs> yeah,
0: these rich scientists lining their pocket with all this climate change dough, <laughs> these polar bear pelts.
2: I always ask climate change deniers when I talk to them, which is constantly the same thing. At the which North is, Korean what, Embassy. That's a, <laughs> Which is, what if you're wrong? Like, the what's the... If you're right... And this is a conspiracy. What's, what's happening? Some coal jobs are going away, but some green jobs are coming and maybe a person's lining their pocket. If you're wrong, we're all dead. We will all die. Doesn't that seem like it should beg a little more introspection?
0: They don't, they're not
2: into introspection, though You
0: think it's the, um, it's the Upton Sinclair line, which is it's impossible to convince somebody of something their livelihood depends on not believing. to get serious for a second. Yeah. Oh, you' like that shit Upton Sinclair. <laughs>
1: That guy. Is I, I he, love all his.
0: Abbey? I love all his hits. I love all my favorite. Up. Look, I could go through so much great Upton Sinclair stuff beyond that quote, but we are out of time. When we come back, we're gonna play a new and one-time game called Mr. Brexit. And we're back. (laughs) We are gonna play a game called Mr. Brexit. Moshe Pam under your seats. You have car. car. You have (laughs) it's not a it's not a car, it's a a steering wheel's on the wrong side. (laughs) So (laughs) here is how Mr. Brexit works. We have quotes, I have some quotes, our panelists have some quotes. Some of them are about Trump, some of them are about Brexit. We will read those quotes and it will be up to Stephen Merchant to decide whether we are talking about Brexit and the undoing of the EU in his country or the election of Trump in the good old US of A. Let's start uh, with Moshe and quote number one.
1: All right. all right, Governor, this will be a real victory. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> <laughs> I get stuff like that in my inbox every day, all right? It's very upsetting. I never know what to expect. <laughs> This will be a real victory for
2: real people, a victory for ordinary people, a victory for decent people.
1: Oh my god, that could be either, couldn't it? It really could
0: be. Now you get it. Now you see the game.
1: Because it's just (laughs) vague platitudes, isn't it? It's Mm. just promising things to people. If you vote for me or this, you get some stuff for you, the people. Um, You, Kip.
3: You, Kip. I was just... Down with UKIP.
1: That's a really inside thing for the UKIP.
3: Right. Nice. That's for you. No, I
0: appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
3: That,
0: by the way, there's a huge following in London that are just fell out of their chairs laughing. <laughs>
3: laugh, That's for you, baby.
0: Uh, I'm going to go with Brexit on that one. You are correct. Wow. That was Nigel Farage. Nigel Farage, at the time leader of UKIP. Brexit. Yeah. Now, Pam, with quote yes. number two. Quote
4: number two.
3: The forgotten men and women of our country will be forgotten
1: no longer. I mean, this is it. It may as well be the first one. It's, it's the same thing, isn't it? Can I just clear something up, by the way, with Brexit? One of the reasons we all voted out, we're all very proud of it and very excited, is because, um, I don't know if you're familiar, but you know, England used to uh, rule uh, about a quarter of the... Globe uh, for a period. No, we were. We had an empire. It was a tremendous empire. It was a major empire. It was an excellent empire. Um, we honestly. You think that Darth Vader's empire was good? This one was. I'm just putting it in American terms. It was. Um, we were. We, we, we were. We India. Uh, we had. Compared to a
0: duck dynasty for me.
1: <laughs> but we were in, in, in India. We were oppressing. We were. We were taxing people salt. I mean, we were killing it. We were absolutely crushing it. And then. Um, And then we decided we don't want it anymore. We're good, you know, we've had enough of this. Um, So essentially this is the continuation of that. We've sort of been slowly retiring um, and we've sort of stepped back from, we're sort of like the David Letterman of Europe. We've just like, we're growing a beard and we're just kind of, and we just want to be like within terms of the rankings of kind of European countries that have any influence in the world, we want to sort of drop below Estonia and Malta and Lapland, a land named after the groin. We want to be below there. So it's, it's, it's something we're all very, very happy about. Just, Just so, so you're clear on that. The
2: world is doing this, though, right? It's like trying to slough off the tentacles of globalism, but the globe has become this small, and right. the
0: octopus is about to swallow us whole. So
2: there, nothing good will come of this.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. It's not very good. No one <laughs> thinks it's good. I mean, except for the people that think it's good, and they're the problem. Uh, <laughs> You've you dodged long enough. Uh, yes, I believe that was about Trump. It was not only about Trump. It was Donald Trump on the night of his victory, on mm-hmm. the Forgotten two Man. Two for two. Nice. Quote number three, Moshe
2: What this vote is about is an indication that the global economy is not working for everybody Millions of people are saying you know what, the global economy may be
1: great for some people, but not for me I mean that's got Brexit all over it but again it could not so easily be Trump I see now the point of his quiz, it's brilliant <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, to, really, th- to be fair, Trump does not know what global economy means <laughs> Just to add that into the mix Yeah, it didn't have enough words repeated several times to be Trump
0: Major, major, major problem. Um, I think it's going to be about Brexit. It was. It was Bernie Sanders okay. on Brexit. Oh, wow. But I could have put basically the exact same quote, and it's what he said about Trump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now for our fourth and final quote. Coldly snarling and vindictive about its flag waving predictably reverts to familiar Islamophobia. Was that about Brexit? Or was that about Donald Trump's campaign?
1: I mean, that could be about Farage, that you were just referencing, former leader of UKIP. It could easily be about Trump. It could be about any number of people that were pro-Brexit. It could be about Boris Johnson, I guess, uh, Foreign Secretary. I was gonna say that it's about Trump.
0: It's not on the level. Uh, That is a quote from Variety's review of London Has Fallen. (laughs) (laughs) And that is Mr. Brexit. Thank you to Stephen Merchant for playing. I'm going to say he won. I'm going to say he won the game. And uh, there's a parachute robe with your name on it. Uh, this is the rant wheel. It's very simple. There's a wheel. It spins. And we rant about it. Uh, some of the topics this week. Sassy Trump. Uh, then audience chooses. You'll shout something. And we'll just pick it out, right? Uh, Zuckerberg's tour. O'Reilly's podcast. O'Reilly's podcast. Another audience chooses or two. The deal of the art—that's a play on words. The rant wheel itself. Maybe it needs a new name. Maybe it's too much like Peter Griffin grind my gears. You know, maybe we should make some adjustments in the show itself. We'll figure that out up here. Let's roll the wheel. Spin the wheel. Roll the wheel. Have you guys seen Sassy Trump? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's It's this. You guys have seen it. Peter Serafinowitz. Yes. Uh, People seem to really like it. He does kind of a gay voice in the style of Trump, and it makes Trump seem even sillier. Have you guys seen it? Have you thought it was funny in the past? You don't want to do it. That wasn't a
2: gay voice. That's just a British accent.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I agree.
0: That joke really split the room. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking hate it. I hate when people do a gay voice to be silly. And you know, I'm generally sick of Trump impressions generally. Like, Do any of us feel as though we're struggling to understand Trump and having him be more heightened is gonna help us figure it out? Like, I see Trump has swallowed our culture whole. He has swallowed it in its entirety. He is everywhere. We used to have other topics we all talked about. The Super Bowl, a new album. Uh, Jerule's got a fucking festival that turned into (laughs) Lord of the Flies. We used to have things that we talked about as a culture together and now it's all Trump all the time. And so when I turn on my television or my Twitter box and I see like, oh wow, this incredibly funny impression, you really nailed Trump to the wall. What are you doing exactly? Are you really nailing Trump? Are you sure? Are you sure that's what you're doing? Or are you just doing Trump in a gay voice? Because anything outside of a masculine, strong voice is, is not leadery
3: that's interesting well that I actually thought it was more relevant before the election because there was something about his the way he talks has this kind of thing and he's not saying anything but you don't notice he's not saying anything until an absurd voice is put on it I I was very surprised that Peter kept going after the election I don't understand the point of it now I thought the point of it was before was like look at what he's saying because there was something about it, it was the first time that I was actually listening like noticing the words make no sense
2: I um, loved what you were saying, and I was getting really sort of lost in how brilliant you are, John. Sweet happens then, a lot, and then, <laughs> and then you called him Jarul and is it I ja- checked out. <laughs>
0: Jorul, Jorul,
2: yeah, Jorul, ja- Did you get caught up in the Game of Thrones imagery? I, ah, and then Jorul came I, from across it? the plains, the Dothraki warrior himself. Here's
0: the thing. Here's the thing that you will you will come across if you spend. Any time with me, I could tell you a lot about Zelda. I could tell you a lot about Game of Thrones. I do not know music or what's going. I don't know music and I don't know wine, and my decision-making process is basically: I can devote my life to becoming mediocre at understanding these things, or I can defer to others on both and just get a great music or get a great glass of wine.
3: A great music. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) I now realize I do know that it's Ja Rule. I know it's Florida. These are the ones that are tricky, tricky will trick you up. Oh, you used to call them Florida? I think. I honestly, when I first saw that, I really thought it was incredibly clever, and I was shocked it had waited, it took that long for someone to take Florida.
2: Honey, did you hear that the state of Florida is a rapper now? <laughs> Roll the wheel, we're done with this.
0: It has landed on O'Reilly Podcast. This fucking guy. First of all, he has called his podcast O'Reilly Free Podcast. Have you seen this? And it is at the top of the iTunes chart, although a new show by one DeRay McKesson has knocked it down. Crooked Media's new show, Pod Save the People. You can, you can subscribe right now to do a little plug. To be
2: fair, it might have shot up in the charts because they thought it was an O'Reilly-free podcast. (laughs) They're like, I hate that guy. That's the kind of podcast I want. This is opposite. Oh, It's all
0: O'Reilly.
2: Wait, is there a DeRay podcast (laughs) I could cleanse my
0: palate with? This is larded up with all kinds of (laughs) O'Reilly. But also, first, how little regard does Bill O'Reilly have for his sad, desperate, still loyal, pathetic fans who are following him into the podcast world that he's like... I'm not going to do ads. Fuck these people. I want their five dollars a month. He had made twenty-five million dollars a year. He got an extra twenty-five for uh, paying off too many women for being a dick, and he still wants more. Wait,
3: the O'Reilly free podcast is charges five dollars?
0: It's the first one. <laughs> it's to get you hooked. Oh. It's the it's to get you through the door. It's the drug outside the school. Yeah, I, I, for the I, people thank that just get in I understand. Yeah, no, I know. That's where you get your drugs outside yeah. the school. And th- thank you.
1: I think it's just showing what a fool you are to do
0: this for free.
1: I know. I'm giving
0: this away. <laughs> Let's roll it one more time. <speaks> Firefest, the fire festival. Now this put is put on by who? This, by Jarul. Jarul, Jarule. Jarul, Jarule. Jarul <laughs> uh, I will say this about Jarul's uh, desperate Hunger Games like confrontation <laughs> with the Bahamas. His apology made it all worth it. Did you see his apology today? I heard about it. He said the following I take full responsibility, and it is not my fault. <laughs> 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 Which is fucking perfect. <laughs> also, look. Festivals go to, to shit. Not to be a
1: Trump or Ya Rule Yes, uh, absolutely,
0: absolutely. <laughs> Festivals go south. It happens. It's people listening to music in the desert, so I've heard. I know there's something called Coachella. I've uh, never been, obviously, unless they get podcasts next year. I'd go if they do podcasts. But, you know, they have not enough toilets. They don't have enough buses. The weather gets bad. A thing falls down and kills pe- Things go wrong at a festival, but usually because they're close, Right? Like, we got so close to having a great festival and it all got fucked up. These people showed up in the Bahamas and there was nothing. (laughs) There was loaves of bread and a container ship and some tents that they did not use during the Haiti relief effort. But let's be honest, there's something
1: a little bit delicious about loads of young, really good looking people with like $10,000 to spare having to eat cheese sandwiches in the Bahamas.
0: I loved how many people managed to reference the fact that the small salad with the cheese sandwich had no dressing.
3: Like that, that's like the, that's the indignity. It really it's
0: is. A, I there's nowhere to sleep. People stole my passport. It's a cheese sandwich, and there is no dressing. This is dry lettuce. But by the way, the the
2: embassy got involved. That's what's so amazing. The embassy had to step in and do humanitarian relief
3: <laughs> for these Instagram... Is, it's day one. It's only been three hours of humanitarian relief. I just,
0: I want to know what they thought was going to happen when people arrived at this empty beach. The other thing that's awesome is. There's a Sandals resort like a hundred yards away.
2: <laughs> do you know how bad things have to be for Blink-182
1: to be like, I'm out? <laughs> Can't do it. I actually went for New Year's once on a Bahamian island, Bahamian island. And uh, the house, that we'd rented a house and I'd left it to some friends to organize it. And we got there and it was disgusting the house was and there were other people friends of ours who were in beautiful accommodation down the road and i spent an entire day on the phone trying to get off the island and it was impossible to do it's actually very and
0: hard And you're like i'll go to london i'll go to la i have houses i'll go to any one of my houses get me to one of my many homes these accommodations won't do
1: yeah you couldn't get off the island couldn't get off the island.
2: There were polar bears there too, right? Yeah, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
2: This is a trip. In fact, it's just a metaphor for death.
1: Is this another one of these American shows you're talking about?
2: There was this little show that I helped create called Lost. I did not, no, I didn't.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I wasn't
0: sure, guys. No, I wasn't either. I thought maybe I fucked up and he made Lost. <laughs>
3: Did no, you a little differently? I was
2: like maybe I was he like... was in
0: the room. I know there's someone named Lindelof, wow. but other than that, I don't remember. I, I think JJ was involved. JJ was involved, probably. JJ, he did that. That was before the movies.
2: I knew it wasn't that funny, but I was like,
0: oh, chuckle would have. Oh no, they believe me. <laughs> That's how well you come across. People thought there's a guy that could have created Lost. He wears a young outfit well. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, it's Who the knows how old he's
1: under there? Just so we're clear, though, I'm not joking about the two houses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> And that is our show. I want to thank our guests, Steven Merchant, Moshe Kasher, Pam Brady. Thank you guys so much for coming. That's love it or leave it. Jesse, let's hear the song. There it is. Thank you guys for coming.